Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show! Seven minutes past. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport and also home studios all across our home state of sweet home, Alabama. We give you Team Rick and Bubba. Speedy is here. Uh, Stretch Armstrong uh, is also uh, filling in for Adler. He and his wife could have a baby sometime today. Uh, We'll give you updates on baby Adler when we have them. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and their home studios as well. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy from the broadcast closet. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged to be sharing the pandemic with all of you. James Spann joins us from his home studio. James, welcome back. How are you, buddy? It's an honor to be on the show. How are you fine gentlemen doing this April day? Uh, do you want to go ahead and uh, let's get Wesley's booby trap out of the way before <laughs> okay. we move into the <laughs> before we can move into coast? I got to tell you, I, it, and it was so when people want to get information to you and they know maybe they should wait, but they just can't, you know, because we had we had <laughs> severe weather. Uh, sadly, we're going to talk about destruction and death. But uh, but prior to that, people and you know, they should have waited, They but they couldn't. And so I kept looking on Twitter, and everybody. I'm like, "What is everybody talking about?" Emails were coming in. Please tell me. Please tell me. Some people were keeping up the number of times you mentioned it. Uh, some right. some had you at four times in rapid fire. <laughs> that uh, that you were trying to warn people of dangerous weather, and you use landmarks. You always have because th- for me that works. Because you've said this before. You start talking about counties. I mean, some of these counties are vast. So, so you start trying to give people something. Says, let me tell you where this is, so you know, you know, the danger that is, you know, near you. If you live near blank, you need to take cover. I mean, right now, and you used a landmark hmm. that that led to some some fodder. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so here's the deal. We we understand now through social science studies that that people don't really have good map skills. And that's not everybody, but generally speaking, we have a geography literacy problem here in the country. And I'm not knocking anybody. Listen, there's a lot of things I don't know and I, I'm not very good at. But because of that, we know that we have to call out known landmarks so people can relate to that when there are tornadoes down. And understand these these things can kill people. And this is urgent business and we've got to call out established landmarks. And so all the time, if you watch severe weather coverage I do on television, we're calling out Walmarts and, you know, barns and barbecue joints and the, the, the things that people understand. And I don't even think anything about it. I've called out landowners 
you know, farms before, individual names of people. So I just used a, a landmark uh, in, in this part of Alabama uh, Sunday night, and I didn't even think anything of it. But so I called out Wesley's booby trap. <laughs> there, it <is>. so, <laughs> there it is. So, so if anybody's ever been on the road, the old road, now there's Interstate 22 <laughs> now, but the old road from Birmingham to Memphis, oh, yeah. okay? When, when there was it, no way to get passed, to Memphis. There was no way to get there. You yeah. couldn't figure out how to get to Memphis. <laughs> Right. But, but you pass right by this place. And listen, if you live in Bagley, Corner, Dora, Sayre, Alabama, you know where that thing is. <laughs> and so I, I called it out because we had a tornado that was down. And so, uh, you know, I, I picked over at the tweeter and, and I, I out of one eye, I'm always looking at social media and all this other stuff. And I'm thinking, uh oh, <laughs> uh, I probably maybe I shouldn't have said that. But looking back on it, I don't care if people can relate to that. And if they know, hey, the trap is just right down the road. I'm going to dig a hole and get in that. Thing. <laughs> but Span, do you realize the dilemma you put husbands in everywhere? The wife is looking at the husband saying, are we close to that? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I hope he calls out something else. Yeah. You know, <laughs> So you put people in a big dilemma. Well, and, and there is actually a barbecue joint near the, the yeah, trap. Let's go with the that. Green top. Let's go yeah. with that one. And, and I, I did use the green top as a you reference, did. but yeah. but the green top was not in the damage zone. The booby trap was. And so, boy, that's the understatement of the day. Yeah, the, the trap. <laughs> the booby so trap's right. in the da- destruction zone. Yes, it is. And There's a lot of relationships laying in that place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Yeah, we'll, just let, we'll, we'll let that one just go and yeah. die. I okay, guess. we'll let it go. But yeah. there's no way we could talk to you and not reference it because so, the, the so entire the world time, is wanting you to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The next time, James, they have storms in that area, are you going to have to work around that name or that'll always be in your mind that that's, that that's an issue. I, I right? Well, see, people are expecting it now that the know, next right, time right, he's yeah. went through there, they're going to be tuning in to see when I say it and how mm-hmm. I say it. So yeah, yeah. in fact, I, I, I think somebody told me, and I've not seen this, I have not seen this, but they said on their Facebook page, they've made me their own meteorologist. Oh I've gotten an award. For they have. Guys. As a matter of fact, somebody yeah. said, and I don't know who it was. And on the marquee, they're calling Thursday night span night. <laughs> <laughs> Complete with a green screen. Oh, That's brother. two ends. <laughs> this show's going right down the tubes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, you wouldn't uh, believe the play they're, they're the wordplay they're doing with Polygon. You don't want to know. Yeah, but, okay. All right, no, so, no. So let's. Uh, so how do we make this transition to the actual serious side of this? Mm, this is going to be a well, tough transition. Mm. Yeah, it, it it was a rough day. You know, I, yeah. I don't know the exact death toll now. At least thirty people died uh, Sunday and Sunday night across the southern states, and uh, uh, it was a situation where it was well forecast. The, the, the storm prediction center had the moderate risk, and I think the weather enterprise, the National Weather Service, the broadcast meteorologists, the emergency managers, did a pretty good job of getting the word out, but yet. 30 people died, which is just a sign that we've got work to do in, in, you know, getting people ready. And in some cases, we know it's just your day. Right. We all have an appointed day to be born, an appointed day to die. And for some people, they heard the warning, they did the right thing, and it was just their day. But I know there were some people in that, in, in the number of deaths that probably didn't hear the warning or they didn't know what to do. And that's just a reminder, we've all got some work to do. But one of the things always amazing to me, fellas, is it's the debris that's lofted by these violent tornadoes. The most violent tornado 
uh, on the board Sunday came through Southern Mississippi. Oh, yes. Uh, it, it, it came through um, a town called Collins, Mississippi, Moss, Mississippi. And what happens in those really violent tornadoes, debris is lofted, personal belongings, and that debris falls from the sky a long way away from the tornado zone. And people in Alabama are finding pictures in their yard mm. from Mississippi. And I guess one of the, the things I, I can help do is try and help people identify these photographs. And uh, the, one of these was found in Tuscaloosa County, Alabama. Uh, and for those that can watch, I'm showing an image of it. it it's two girls and their brother. And it looks like it was around Halloween that they've got uh, their Halloween outfits on. And I posted this and by golly, within no time at all, I found out where that thing came from. Wow. Uh, a, la a lady wrote back, I saw this picture posted where you found it in Alabama. That's me, uh, my, my sister and my brother when we were little. My grandparents' home was destroyed in the tornado that hit Jones County, Mississippi at Moss, Mississippi. And it would mean a lot to get the picture back. And she sent some photographs of wow. this home hit by an, by an EF4. And it, it was taken out. In that home, her, her grandparents lived there. Her aunt and some younger children. And uh, the aunt is in critical condition. Uh, and it's just a horrible, horrible situation. And I did the mapping on that this morning. And the distance from Moss, Mississippi, to where that uh, photograph was found was 121 miles. How about that? Uh, gracious. Which is an example of the power. And I've got another one I've just identified. And this one's going to be a 175-mile journey from Collins, Mississippi, to Randolph, Alabama. Uh, but, you know, we often talk about social media and the negative things about that. But the one good thing about it, it's stuff like this. I can post this stuff and within sometimes minutes. I'll find out where that picture came from and they'll tell the backstory. And all, I mean, almost all these photographs came from homes that were just really wiped out or annihilated. Uh, and so getting the prints back, it's special to these families, knowing that that thing made a hundred and something mile journey. But yet, you know. God's grace, we got the thing back. So yeah. we're in the process of doing that right now. But I'm sure you guys have seen the damage in you know, some of the states, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama. It's, a lot of folks are suffering right now. And this came at a time in our country where a lot of folks are out of a job and they're struggling anyway. So it was just really, really bad timing. But then again, this is April in the Deep South. This is when these things happen. James, can you stay one more segment? I want to ask you one more thing. Have you got one more minute? If not, you Yes, okay. I, I do. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk to James. So, and I heard you mention EF4, which is one of the things I was going to talk about because people were sending me stuff from South Mississippi with pictures and probably sent them to you, and they were like, we think this is going to be a four or five. And I thought, well, we'll wait and see. But I heard you mention, yeah, probably so. Uh, we'll be back more with James Mann coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show talking with James Spann about uh, the devastation from this past weekend. Uh, the East Coast it kind of it started in South Mississippi and, uh, and and impacted a number of states in Mississippi and Louisiana. The system they say spawned at least thirteen radar confirmed tornadoes. Uh, more than sixty thousand uh, customers were without power across those two states. 
Chattanooga, Tennessee was involved. Uh, we had um, Murray County, Georgia, and uh, of course, man, you you have the list there. And uh, we, one report said thirty confirmed deaths. Bubba saw one today said thirty one. Uh, as we go through this, and they say this uh, is going to be it, it's not to the the level of what we saw in 2011, but they said it, it was almost as bad as 2014. That's the the last one that was anywhere uh, close to this, and that one had 35 deaths. But um, but still, uh, so people were saying to us that listened to the show out of um, it was actually South Mississippi, and some of them had seen actually took pictures of the tornadoes, or one of them, and said we think that this may turn out to be EF five. And I you know at first I thought well we. We always think in the beginning that the tornado might be even more because I think we we don't fully comprehend the power <laughs> of tornadoes, yeah. and so if it's bad, we think it must be a four or five. But you're saying eh, in this case, no exaggeration. It looks like it's certainly going to be four, uh, and possibly still could be a five. Right. The, the way it works after a big tornado day or after any tornado day, right. the National Weather Service they will send out survey teams, and these are meteorologists that have been trained to review the damage and give the tornado a number on the EF scale. EF stands for Enhanced Fujita. Fujita is Dr. Theodore Fujita, famous tornado researcher from the University of Chicago. He passed away several years ago, but uh, he came up with an F scale years and years ago. Uh, Based on current engineering knowledge, it was adjusted a little bit. Now it's called the Enhanced Fujita scale, but every tornado gets a number between zero and five. The weakest tornado is a zero and the strongest is a five, but fives are extremely rare. Only about one in 100 tornadoes are an EF5. And so the Weather Service in Jackson spent the day yesterday on this long track tornado. And understand for a long track tornado that's down for 75, 100 miles, it takes sometimes two days. And it's going to take them two days because it got dark on them last night. But based on what they've seen so far, they rated this an EF4, uh, but they're going to be back at it today. And understand as you look at all the damage pictures, uh, you know, construction techniques are different. It's amazing to me how many homes that are built that don't even have anchor bolts. You know, these homes are basically sitting on a concrete slab with gravity as the mechanism that holds it down. And in some cases like that, an EF1 or an EF2 can come along and just take it off the slab and it looks like an EF4 or 5. So they have to look at things like that. They have to look at some engineering stuff in addition to the weather. Uh, But after a complete review, they'll come back with the numbers. So we'll find out later today about the long track tornado down in South Mississippi that hit places like Collins and Mosses. This was down around Laurel. Uh, but right now it's a four. That's a preliminary EF4 rating. And even understand fours are rare. Those don't happen a lot. But most of the people that die in tornadoes die from EF4s and EF5s. Uh, and that would track at least for 75 miles. And again, I get the idea that it might be longer than that. Uh, but uh, it, it, it was a rough day. And, and again, I want to go back and just sit congratulate the storm prediction center for doing a good job of identifying this risk. We had all these haters uh, Sunday afternoon, about noon, one o'clock. And they said, Hey, you guys are hypesters, you know, bags of hot air. Nothing's going to happen. Bust. We, we, we get where these haters have come. I guess they've always been in society. Now they just have a voice with the tweeter and the face bag and all that stuff. But you know, it's like, 
and now they go high. They're in holes and they'll come back in, you know, three or four weeks and hate on people again. But understand they did a good job. Can we make mistakes? Absolutely. Goodness. We're, it's like a football coach. They're going to lose football games. We'll miss forecast. But in this case, it was a well forecast event. And I think people generally listen to the forecast days before it. They hopefully were able to hear the warnings. But, you know, again, fellas, in a long track, violent EF4, in some cases, it's just your day. You can do everything right. That's right. And it's just your day. Yeah, I'm looking. You know, it, it, they're they're saying that we're we're talking about South Carolina had nine deaths, mm-hmm. uh, Northwest Georgia had six deaths, and they said um, there's even been some some of those are tied to you know falling trees and and things like that as well. Which still that's still the tornado uh, doing those things. So. Yeah. And and let's, let's be careful. You know, the other thing, a lot of people say, well, it's not a tornado. It's no big deal. I don't know what it is. Tornadoes are just sexy to some people. You know, if it's not a tornado, it doesn't matter. Let me tell you what, if you get straight line winds of 85, 90 miles an hour, blowing a tree through a trailer, through a house, who cares what it is? Right. You know, it's dangerous. I I know for a fact, we had a tree that came down through a a mobile home where a person in there was injured pretty bad in, in my state Sunday, and it was straight line winds. So we remind people that, that, you know, please take the severe thunderstorm warning seriously because straight line winds really produce more damage than tornadoes because it happens more often. So, um, you know, that that was another problem in falling trees. The the wind fields were just tremendous with this thing. So we had tornadoes, had straight line winds and understand it's going to take days and days for the weather service to finish these surveys. We won't know the number of tornadoes until probably Friday and maybe even later than that. In a case like this, it's going to take maybe up to a week, but we'll know later how many tornadoes and, and their ratings. But this was a very significant deep south uh, southern tornado outbreak, which happens this time of the year from time to time. It's just part of living in the deep south. And as we get into May and June, it shifts north. But for now, it's the core season down here. Well, again, I agree. I, I felt like everybody was very informed. And you guys even did a good job of, of, of kind of doing the balance of it all by saying, look, this is nothing to be terrified about because the odds of a tornado impacting where you are, the percentage is not high. However, if you're where these tornadoes are coming, this is extremely serious. Just be where you can get the warnings and respond to the warnings. I thought that was really well done. I thought it was a good balance. Yeah, and listen, yeah, you, you, you know, we don't want to scare people. And, and, yeah. and where we are in society today, goodness, we don't want to add anxiety. Sure. Even on a big day like Sunday, most everybody here, we had no tornado damage. The odds of your house being hit by a tornado on a big day are low. But still, you got to pay attention. You've got to pay attention. Yep. Thanks, James. Appreciate Thank the update. Thank you, James. Thanks for the job you guys do. Uh, get some rest. And uh, these stories of people sending these pictures from all over uh, and reuniting people with their their memories is just amazing uh bottom of the hour we'll be back more of the rick and bubba show coming up right after this rick and bubba rick and bubba rick and bubba's in ohio rick and bubba rick and bubba pass the gravy please rick and bubba, rick 35 bubba, minutes past the hour of the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is our number MyPillow.com. Go there now. Uh, you know, we again have been talking about the great story of how this is another one of those American companies that have stepped up in our time of need and using their um, their abilities and their workers to, to build and make uh, the medical supplies that we desperately need right now. Uh, but at the same time, they are still making their great products too, and you can find out everything by going to MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Specials. Take the promo code Bubba with you. 
and you can really find some incredible savings right now. Uh, also, Mike Lindell's book is available on the, the website. What a great story that is. You get a $25 gift card uh, for future orders. If you do decide to pick up the book and read his story, uh, you get that uh, for free. Uh, so uh, radio specials there at MyPillow.com, a lot of buy one, get one freeze, and a lot of savings for you. You could send some of these items maybe to people that um, that are homebound and can't get out or maybe just a, a little happy for somebody that's just to help them through this pandemic and uh, us kind of all of us going a little cabin fever stir crazy mypillow.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button uh so bubba we now get down to this uncomfortable moment and it seems like um until uh, as long as bernie sanders is alive this may be the uh, the same routine the democrats have to go through every presidential election and that's when bernie gets out gets gets all the socialists stirred up he's their guy and all the young socialists and then some of the older ones that should know better frankly uh, and they all get fired up about feeling the burn, feel the burn, feel the burn. He lo- feel the burn, Rick. Do you feel the burn? <laughs> yes. He then gets. He then then is not the nominee again. Uh, and then we're at that awkward place we always find ourselves, where Bernie now is asked to endorse the candidate, and his supporters hate it, and they want nothing but the burn. And this one, this time, has led to an awkward split screen. Is this a conference call? Is this a Zoom? Yeah. Maybe a Zoom. I, I'm not. I'm Rick, not sure. Rick, he's asking a lot. Do you know it? Asking a lot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Just good. It's very Zoom-like, Rick. Yeah. Uh, so. uh, Biden's still down in his basement. I can tell. Okay. That. Yeah. And this is Skype out for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we uh, go. Let's, <clears throat> let's 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 take a look here. See what's going on. This is the endorsement, and it's very awkward. <laughs> Is this Bubba or Bernie? Y'all decide. Yeah, you, you tell me. We are in a terrible moment, an unprecedented moment, and I know we share the the understanding that we've got to go forward right now and out of this in an unprecedented way uh, to address nice the terrible pain that so many of our fellow Americans are feeling. So today I am asking all Americans, I'm asking every Democrat, I'm asking every independent, I'm asking a lot of Republicans to come together in this campaign to support your candidacy, which I endorse, to make certain that we defeat somebody who I believe, and I'm speaking just for myself now, uh, is the most dangerous president in the modern history of this country, a president, and you made this point, who downplayed this pandemic who ignored the advice that some of his people were giving him Hmm. which has not who has not used the defense production act early on so that we could produce the masks the gowns the gloves the ventilators that our medical personnel desperately need who today because i understand that is threatening to fire dr fauci (laughs) who has been uh, an unbelievable i mean it is who has been day after day, the voice of science uh, to the American people trying to explain how we go forward uh, in this crisis. And he's threatening to fire him. So to me, for all of those reasons, and and so many more, a president who doesn't, apparently has never read the Constitution of the United States, who believes he's above the law, a president who lies all of the time, a president who has at least shown me that he is a racist and a sexist. Here we go. And a homophobe and a xenophobe and a religious bigot. I mean, for all of those reasons or more, we've got to make Trump a one-term president, uh, and we need you in in the White House. Mm. Well, y'all okay? 
Yeah, I, I don't even. What planet is Bernie living on? I mean, it is. Uh, That's when you can just say anything and nobody really did I follows just, up. Did, did I just what? Why are you questioning me all the time? <laughs> <laughs> did did we did we just hear a social? Hey, nice lighting, by the way. Yeah. If you're that high up, surely you can do a better lighting job than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and once again, Greg's light looks better than that. Oh, yeah, it does. There he looks is. fantastic. Let's talk about That's this. Saying a lot. Let's talk about this though. For the Democrats, though, it was perfect. Because what happened was, and I know eventually he must have, mm. they now can put out a video where Joe Biden's there and Bernie Sanders is telling all the Democrats why they need to vote for him, but Joe didn't have to say anything. You yeah. know, because what they're hoping now is if they could get Joe Biden in as many situations where he doesn't have to speak as, as possible, uh, they have a better chance uh, at the presidency. But what about when a socialist talks about somebody who doesn't know the Constitution? <laughs> Isn't that great? A, a socialist. <laughs> Yeah, Bernie ought to know firsthand from somebody who doesn't know and doesn't understand the Constitution. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then he's trying to go to these things about you know what we just saw yesterday that he he downplayed uh, the the pandemic. Uh, I, does anybody know where he's getting this? Where he's going to Trump saying he's going? It's just that's the he's going to talking points, Rick. That's well, I'm just talking, where did he get? I haven't heard anybody say that. <laughs> Trump's going to fire Fauci. I, well, that I, was the tweet where he retweeted a, a hashtag fire Fauci yesterday yeah. or day before. I can't okay. remember. Okay. And yeah. that was that was the big narrative yesterday okay. that everybody was pushing until yeah. Fauci came up in the presser yesterday and said, hey, I, I was misinterpreted in the interview. Let me explain what I was talking about. Yeah. And He's going to fire Fauci. Everybody mm. knows it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Bernie. He's going to fire him. He doesn't know what he's doing. This he's a great. fold this, and he's a fold that. <laughs> That's awesome. Bubba, the fact you put yourself where Bernie was. I thought Bill <laughs> Bernie had been stung by Bill, a bee. I didn't know what Bill was Bill Bubba up. Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, wait a minute. Let me, let me get to lighting. Just Hold on just a minute. I think I can even read. Created a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah your lighting, yeah, your lighting's too good. If you'll yeah. tone down your lighting, you'll look just like him. Mm-hmm. Bill Bubba Bernie. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Look, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's dangerous. He's a phobe. This ain't phobe. That. You're a phobe. They're a phobe. So I'm endorsing you, Joe. Even though I said you're a piece of crap a month ago. <laughs> uh, that's, yes, that's so perfect. Well, Byrne, I'll tell you this: your uh, your supporters are not uh, are they're not happy. Uh, they're they're they're. Why do- would they be, Rick? I'm not happy. Look at my face. I know you're I'm, you're never happy. It looks like, looks like you, you looks like you're constantly having stomach cramps. I agree. I've never smiled in twenty years. <laughs> All right, let me let me quote one of the Burns, uh, one oh, of his supporters, and this is this night. is the thing. Listen to this. Listen to this person. Okay. With the utmost respect for Bernie Sanders, who's an incredible human being and a genuine inspiration, I will not endorse (gasps) Joe Biden. And listen to this. Of course you would support him for this. I supported Bernie Sanders because he backed ideas like Medicare for all, canceling all student death, and a wealth tax. Well, yeah. If you thought that somebody could possibly give you everything for nothing, you probably did support him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Rick, if I didn't know better, it sounds like he just described a common criminal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, Bur- blowfish thing. Bernie, Bernie, one of your big supporters, Alexandria Ocasio-Kid-Cortez, uh-huh. says the process of unifying the party behind Joe Biden should be uncomfortable for everyone. Sure it is, Rick. I met Ocasio-Cortez, you may not know this, at a pro-Castro rally. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Bernie, I know, thank you for you know doing. I want you to support my friend Sleepy Joe, <laughs> right? Who 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 is turning into the angry old man uh, puppet uh, that Jeff yeah. Dunham had. I mean, he's turning into Walter. I mean, he looks he's looking more like that uh, yeah. that that puppet. Every time Richard, I see him. I've got a question for you and Speedy. Okay, Bernie. Has, has Joe been out of that basement in three months? <laughs> <laughs> I, Bill Bubba Bernie, I don't think so. I, I do not think so. He's been down there a while, and it looks like it. It's, it's, I mean, it's, tell him it's a pandemic, not a nuclear attack. He can come out and breathe. How's he going to win the election? He doesn't He doesn't say anything anybody understands. <laughs> By the way, the fact that you have positioned yourself as if you're in the Bernie Sanders square is fantastic. It could be any more awesome for me. <laughs> Look at that. We'll come back. Your phone calls are next. Why well, your head's a lot bigger than Bernie's. Yeah, well, everybody's is. Thank uh, you, Speedy. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> when we come back, all ten lines are available. We'll talk uh, to you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll try to help the injured uh, Stretch Armstrong get over to the phones. Uh, but uh, all ten are available, and we'll chat back, with you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. to the top of the hour the Rick and Bubba show here we go phone trolling a long distance directly assistance every coach to on 30 seconds to pop half the lines are full the others are available and you can get in right now and you can talk about whatever you want to make a comment ask a question bring information to the table it is not designed for meaningless shout outs or shameless plugs at the end of 30 seconds you'll hear that or if you try meaningless shout out or shameless plugs You'll hear it even before 30 seconds because this is for uh, the maximum maximum number of people to come on uh, in, in a little small time and say, I want to say this, I want to ask this, I want to do that, and we roll. Beth is in the great state of Alabama, and she'll get us started with 30 seconds. Beth, go ahead. Hey, good morning. I actually live on Clifford Drive in Reese City, Alabama, and shortly before James Spann said Wesley's booby trap, sometime around that, he said, Clifford Drive in Reese City, and my house was shaking. We didn't have access to uh, the TV, but people from all around the state, my church family, my business partners, they were texting, are you okay? We know you live on Clifford Drive. And so I just wanted to say for James Spann and all the haters out there, Wesley's booby trap, if you live close to that, it matters. Yeah, he was just trying to give a reference point that everybody would know, good, bad, and ugly. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they said that this Thursday night the women will have suspenders on. I don't know why, but it's a – the it's it's a little tribute, I think. Uh, so uh, so let's go to Shannon uh, in Louisiana. Shannon, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Doing good. Morning, guys. Great day. Hey, thanks for the call, oh, buddy. Go ahead. I just got to say, uh, I feel like most of me in the world is doing the same thing. This pandemic is killing my bank account because of my wife shopping like crazy on Amazon. Are y'all like the same way? You got to keep her busy, buddy. I, yeah, I, I, it's it's ridiculous at our house. I'll yeah. be honest. It is it it's outrageous what's going on with our Amazon account right now. Yeah, don't don't ask Betty. Uh, yeah, about and and that hey, and here's the thing: we got to have a question. We got to have a discussion at the house. What is essential and non-essential? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it we, so far so good at our house. I haven't had much of that happen, Man. Uh, but I'm trying to keep my wife busy. New projects, new things. Mm-hmm. Talk to her, and 
you know, I've even a couple times if you'll take the laptop and hide it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we See, can, I think mm-hmm. I think microphones and lights and uh, computers are essential. I know. And that's where you got to watch out. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's where you got to watch out. <laughs> we uh, we let's go to Wesley in Meridian, Mississippi. It got us on the buzz. Wesley, go ahead. Yeah. Concer- uh, concerning your pregnancy prediction, what did y'all do for Adler and his apparent child that's going to be born today? He didn't let us do it. Uh, he said they didn't want to know. They they do not want to know the gender, so he would not allow us to do it. Mm-mm. So we didn't get a prediction. Oh, that's horrible, man. I know. We didn't we didn't get a prediction. Yeah. Um, what do y'all think it'll be? Do y'all have any any well, girl? I, I, I'm uh, going girl. Yeah. I got a girl feeling. If I was if, do if we could have talked to mom just right. a little bit, I think we could have figured it out. But I, I think it's gonna be a boy because uh of all the strenuous uh exercise that he does with his uh you know what do you call it? I'm not going to it. Boy, finish no. that sentence. Brazine, you just You, you got to finish that sentence. Yeah, rolling. What'd you call it? You got to finish that uh, sentence. I don't know what he did. Yeah, if <laughs> you, we could just that's ask. That's a terrible place to get bogged down right there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two questions. <laughs> hair hair growing more or less and cravings. That's all yeah. we need from Aaron because we know what about Adler. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? I know enough about Adler that I see why everybody's picking girl. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm gonna but, go boy. I think. Yeah, but uh, but I, yeah, I'm I'm going boy on this. I'm, I'm gonna buck the crowd here without and and again, this is just a blind guess. Mm-hmm. I yeah. said boy yesterday. I don't know why that's just been that's yeah? just been something uh, I've sensed. Okay, you know, I, I you know the way she's carrying it. I just hate when people say that. <laughs> uh, to Durant, Oklahoma, Mark standing by. Hey, Mark, what's going on, my brother? Mark, hey, I got a question for you, and maybe I'm just an uneducated redneck, but so if these Democrats put something in the stimulus package like thirty million for the Kennedy Association, right? Right, and, and then the Kennedy Association donates ten million to the Democratic Party, ain't that money laundering? You know, it does sound like <laughs> it, it. It was yeah. if we did it, that's for sure. Uh, it, it wasn't the Kennedy Association. What was it? It was the Kennedy, uh, Center. It was Kennedy Center. Kennedy Center. Center. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have the like, performing what? arts place there in DC yeah. where. You know, everybody goes to hang out. Did you see what happened right after that? And yeah. then infuriated people, they fired everybody. Yeah. They, they fired everybody, everybody yeah. anyway. So they just kept the money and then fired everybody anyway. So you can't say that was a stimulus. Uh, you know, somebody said, well, we were doing that to keep those people's job. Well, that didn't work. That, what you did is you looted, was, you looted from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pet project. Yep. That somebody wanted in and Trump and him let it go so it could get the deal done. That's yep. all it was. We continue. Justin in Alabama. Justin, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Doing good, guys. Doing good. How are y'all? Good. Fantastic. I'm great. Hey, I just want to talk about Stretch's back issue for a second. Okay. Uh, back when I was back when I was in high school, uh, one morning I was getting up to get ready to go to school, and I was sitting in my chair, and I made a movement to get up, just you know, to get up like normal, and. I fell directly to the ground, kind of like Stretch did this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened was I actually fractured a vertebrae in my back. Ooh, good night. Ooh. So, I should have gave that guy a timeout because that goes back to the question I asked you during the break. Well, I got I got pressed on the break. I I would have to talk to Adler, who's a little busy right now, because <laughs> but uh, you know there's always young Broderick. There's always the Tasmo. Okay, all right. I feel better now. Yeah, and I think I he feel can much better now. I think he can do most of it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. We continue. Uh, let's go to Bruce <clears throat> in Nashville, the Music City, stepping in. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick, before I make my point, I just want to let you know I have documentation. 
I have screenshotted an incident where you and Speedy were not six feet apart, and I'm calling the authorities. Oh, oh, that. <laughs> That's a good little commie move on your part. Good job. Go, go tell the Gestapo. Hey, uh, I took on the Tiger King this weekend, and I hate to say this, but other than some obvious differences, all I could hear was Gary the Bulldozer Man. I don't know if anybody said that yet, but it was mm. uh, it was tough to get past that part of it. So does he talk like Gary or something? A little bit. Mm. Yeah, there's a little, a little bit of bit. that. Hey, you know, maybe if I was, you know, if I was gay, I'd be just like him. Uh, Rick! <laughs> well, I'm just, that's, isn't that what the guy's saying? Rick. Other than yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we continue. Barry in Alabama. Barry, go ahead. 30 seconds. How are you? Barry? Good. Uh, Very good. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. What was that? Uh, talking about the guy that had the $8 million accidentally deposited into his account. Right. There was a guy from down where, where I'm from. Uh, his his account number was one digit off from Alabama Power. The bank accidentally put $50,000 of Alabama Power's money into his account. He wouldn't give it back. This was before electronic... What? <laughs> he wouldn't give it back he before like Yeah, well, they, they gonna give it back. <laughs> yeah. Whether he wants it. to or not. Yes, the, he is. The, the question is, how long did he get to keep it and at what interest rate? Right. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. Let's go to Luke in Auburn. Luke, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, how are y'all? Good. Well great. Hey, so I was listening to a best of show this week and doing some yard work. Oh, yeah. And I heard the zookeeper licking the monkey's butt story. <laughs> That's and a good one. That was out of Wuhan, China. You know what? Oh, that is. It was. No one of these people started. keep getting everybody sick. There's They're eating bats there. and licking monkey butts. Okay. <laughs> you put it Have like a good that. day, guys. Weird place. By the way, <laughs> binge Rick and Bubba. There's no better time to binge Rick and Bubba oh, yeah. than right now. Uh, let's, let's go to uh, Anonymous in Alabama. Anonymous, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, this may take quicker than 30, a little bit longer, 30 seconds. In our community, we have a lady that has two two children, but naturally she has, she has eight foster kids. The police were called on her family last week because all the kids were in the yard playing and, and hanging out. And she said, what am I supposed to do? Y'all just pick which one y'all want to take. Just let y'all take a couple. I need a break. Yeah, well, yeah, if, if it's a family, I mean, you, I don't think you can be – you know, in trouble for your family being a certain size. I mean, I this is what I'm talking about. Is this the is this the country we're becoming? Yeah. Is this what we're becoming? I mean, th- this this is not the United States of America. Have some walking around chewing gum sense, okay? It's a family. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
past me. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, uh, Speedy is here. Stretch Armstrong, who we're about to speak to. Uh, I'm here. Uh, and also we have uh, at various home studios everywhere, the, uh, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy. Uh, Adler, of course, is with his uh, wife. They're at the hospital. We're, we're looking for updates on baby Adler. When we have them, we'll let you know. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba, how are you? Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us through this pandemic experience. Yeah, now I know that uh, we're about to talk to Stretch Armstrong, and I'm looking at your camera. Uh, have you <laughs> summoned uh, Betty Lou Bussy for potentially her comedy bit coming up this hour? Yes, Betty's going to sit in with us here for a minute. So uh, just, just proceed as you planned, and we'll get back. Yeah, did, did, mm. uh, is Betty ready for her comedy bit this hour? Uh, we'll see you in just a minute. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Because I I know that there we had we discussed that uh, yesterday. So Stretch, um, uh, you are the Rick and Bubba University student that found your way to Rick and Bubba University. Uh, you go to Baylor University, and you happen to show up at a time where you have ended up being almost like a full time uh, employee because Adler needed paternity leave. Yes. And we had a pandemic, so he had to leave early. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of taken over his his work and been working with him, but mm-hmm. you and and so but now he's with his wife and waiting to hear the word push. Mm-hmm. And so it's just you now. Mm-hmm. And and the first day that it's really officially just you, um Speedy, will you describe to me what you saw today? Oh, it was awful. Uh, I go to top of the hour break and hit the commercials for the kickoff hour, which means we've got six minutes till we start the show, and there's no stretch. <laughs> and I had had a conversation with him, and you remember this, and I said, hey, it's on you. I said, you know, there is no Adler. He's, it's baby time, so it's you or no one. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned to the guys, we were doing the pre-show, and I said, guys, I just want to let y'all know there is no stretch. I, you know, he's normally here, but there's no stretch. And about a minute later, I see his, his hat coming up, and it's moving really slow. Mm-hmm. And he's leaning on the rail like an old man, like, uh-huh, you know, trying to get up the steps. And then he rounds the corner, and he normally just kind of waves at me and tries to get my attention, you know. And and he waves at me, and he's leaning over like he's in pain. And I said, yeah, I'll go open the door. Oh, so I go over to the golden ticket seat door to open it up, and it's like he is barely being able – he can hardly walk. He's just he's just moving so slow. Was there ever a moment you thought he might have potentially been shot in the parking deck? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it was now. Yeah. It was I now mean, falling his way to the studio. And the first <laughs> thing I I I thought of is that he's been quarantined at his brother's house around the corner, and his brother is into CrossFit and, and all this, and they do all these yeah. you know garage workouts and sure. they're doing burpees and all that. And I thought, well, he's mm-hmm. injured himself doing something right, like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he tells me, no, that's not what happened. So Speedy. what what happened? So I wake up this morning and I, you know, I hit the snooze a couple times. Sure. So I get up and, you know, I'm planning my day and I, I put, go down to put my underwear on. <laughs> and as I'm leaning down, my entire right side of my body just shooting pain and I hit the floor. So you are, uh, you, you, you naked. So at one point, <laughs> yeah, because if, if you put your underwear on, you got no clothes on yeah. and you're going to put a leg through yeah, the leg hole stop. of your underwear mm-hmm. and, and to pull them up onto you. Mm-hmm. And then when you pick that leg up to go through the leg hole, mm-hmm. ma- major pain. Major pain. Down you went. Down I went. All and right. then I, and so I was stuck <laughs> on the floor, and I could not get up, and it was serious pain. And I was like, not this morning. 
Were you and, crying? Uh, he's leaning on a not, cane right now. I, I'm currently leaning on a cane. I was not crying, but uh, I was just like, this is the worst morning ever. And so then I um, had to pull it on my underwear and my shorts on the ground. Thank you. And then, please <laughs> 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 picture it. <laughs> and then pick myself up and crawl around. And so, you know, I have a tre- checklist of things I'm going to do in the morning. Yeah. You know, I usually get like a glass of milk and, you know, um, I like to read my Bible and I like to brush my teeth and all these kind of things. And as I'm moving so slow, crawling around, things are quickly dropping off the checklist of things. Yeah. I, noticed, I noticed deodorant didn't make it. Yeah. Deodorant did not make yeah. the checklist yeah. this morning. Now you're limping in your thumb. <laughs> but, 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 the, but then did, did, did somewhere on that checklist, though, maybe moving up above milk and all this, certainly you don't want to move it above, but you can't read the Bible if it's up on the table and you're laying in the floor. But <laughs> right. you know, this is the time when you wish you'd memorize more scripture. But, but, the, uh, but, 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 but what I'm wondering, did you ever think text Speedy and let him know that I'm struggling, I'm going to get there, but it's going to be close? To give him some Heads up, I've been injured so he doesn't have to go through what he went through. No, I did not actually. Coming off of yesterday, I was, you know, I'm a little shell shocked when I walk in. I don't know what's going to happen, what's going to be the drama of the day. Yeah, Bubba, you realize we're out in the world. Y'all are all quarantined. We don't know what we're going to face every day when we get here. I mean, we, we literally have no idea what will be the state of things. Yeah. yeah we don't know what we're going to face when we talk to you every morning. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, wow, the TVs are back. Okay, right, yeah. that's good. Yeah. And then I see him. I, I can't tell oh you. Because we see the you know the head coming up the uh, the steps first that and and your hat was moving so slow oh, I was barely going up the it's stairs. like it was it's like five seconds a step yeah don't picture guys you know? that he's like a little has a little discomfort Mm-mm. he's struggling so now we get to this this is pandemic yeah. I mean there, there's a day when you would say look you got to go see somebody they need to adjust you or take a look at your back uh-huh. but do you do that now in the pandemic will anybody even see you I don't know I, I mean know. does this warrant you, you certainly don't want to go to the emergency room no you don't want that no. I mean no. are there chiropractors making house calls I mean I well, don't this know. may be more severe than what a, a chiropractor you heard the guy say he broke a vertebrae doing the same thing yeah that scared me yeah and at I first know- I was just like oh this is just like a pinched nerve or something right and it could be it could be but now I'm I mean, you hear the people worried. like they're vacuuming or something. They lean forward and they're like, Ugh! you know, it's very similar to that. Are y'all? And I know I'm just going to openly say this, and I'm going to I'm going to bet I'm not the only one. I'm not trying to quote John Lennon here, mm-hmm. but um, I I'm, I feel bad about it. Stretch. I, I look. I, I you're a fine young man. <laughs> you are getting to know you. You know, of course, I've known all these guys longer than I've known you. So yeah. there's nothing I can do about the timestamp. <laughs> But my first thought was, how's this going to mess us up? I, yeah. You know, and, 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 yeah. Uh, and I hate to say this back to you, Rick, when yeah. you duped us. Yeah. You said you had. Oh, yeah. That you, showed you, a lot. You had Rona. Yeah. I, I was like, well, how's this going to affect us? I know. I know. We're all very self- <laughs> selfish people, yeah. and these are the moments when it really shines. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I hope you're okay. But I really hope beyond that, I think, is that you can keep doing your job. Yeah. But what, but what, but uh, so what do we need to do? What's, what's our plan? I don't know. Have I, you tried laying down on the ground again and and stretching or something? I have. I have looked up some uh, stretches that I need to do, but I I don't. I'm afraid to get on the ground because I don't know if I'll be able to get back up. Yeah, know? I mean, he, yeah, but, guys, uh, he can barely. I move. know how that feels, Rick. To your point. <laughs> to your point, Rick. He said this morning, if it wasn't for Adler being gone, he would not have come That's in. That's a big and statement. You have to, and you have to know this: day two and day three is always worse. I know. Yeah. We we need oh, to get an assessment, man. but how do we get one in a pandemic? Is there is there a back person out there that <laughs> right. could come I've here? Got one, yeah, someone, maybe someone's I, on the line. I'm hoping someone can call in and tell me. Yeah, yeah do what's this. going on. All yeah. right, so we somebody because we're we're gonna 
you can just talk on the phone yourself if you want to for a while. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. this is that time when the callers start calling in, mm-hmm. and they'll have you convinced you have oh, no hope, my. and you'll be <laughs> you'll, you'll be to death. Yeah. You'll, you'll they'll, they'll worry you to death. But then, <laughs> but eventually there'll be some level-headed person, and they're rare. But there'll be some level-headed person that'll say, "Here's what you need to do." Yeah. Uh, because I don't know what to do. I've got, I know a therapist that could probably get you out of pain, but most of these therapists have to have a doctor first to say this is your problem, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't there have to be an assessment first yeah, before you I can even need a, Probably need a referral. Yeah. 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 Any loss of feeling in your leg? Like has your left leg gone like tingly any? No. I um, It's all on the right side. The right side is what's hurting. So right my side. left leg is real tired because I'm putting all my weight on it all uh-huh. morning. So you hurt yourself trying to put your underwear on. I, I just want to be sure we I have got I got a short term. Now this ain't going to cure it, but just for, maybe to get there tomorrow. Maybe go commando tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't attempt it. Yeah, don't don't don't, don't even attempt and it. A handful yeah. of Advil. Right yeah. in a tight. Could your brother drop you off? Yeah, yeah. and make sure you get here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just get him here and drop him studio. up, guys. Use once again, couch. we're doing it again. We, we've left caring about whether right. he ever gets well. And now, and now we're back to worrying about how it affects us. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Rick, That's Rick what keeps him on my couch in the back. Let him spend the Please night look at the phones. Hey, you know what? This is, oh where, my God. this is where our selfishness rises to the top. <laughs> yeah. You know what? So, so uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back. 21 minutes past the hour. Stretch Armstrong um, injured today prior to the show trying to put his underwear on. Um, and that's true. And uh, we, and he's a young guy, too, and uh, makes me feel a little better. But um, so and, and he's in really, really tough pain. Uh, so before we get to that, Adler has updated all of this, and uh, he says they are still a long way from baby. Contractions have started, but it's a slow process, and it's going to be a while. So I, I'm going to I'm going to say we probably will not hear anything from Adler today, uh, and uh, it will be probably later this afternoon, early evening, uh, where we'll really start getting updates, and then uh, maybe by tomorrow we'll we'll have an update. Uh, but anyway, so um, there's I'm getting a lot of chiropractor emails, and and Helmsy has confirmed. Uh, in the emails that the chiropractors have been deemed essential? Correct, yeah. Matter of fact, I got a text from from a buddy, uh, Dr. White, a minute ago, saying that they are still essential for pain, essential to help keep reduce stress on the ER and the urgent cares. All right, so, so we, they are uh, essential. Now, All we're right. dealing with the back here, um, and uh, so we've got to Brandy calling out of Jasper. Uh, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Hey, guys, um, I was just going to let him know um, if he's trying to manage it at home, um, ice is better than heat, and you don't want to do either longer than 20 minutes at a time. Um, NSAID, like Incest. ibuprofen. Or- no, 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 that's not what you said. Oh. That's not going to happen. Th- Sweetie, I thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it say, did sound like Say it. what you said again. Everybody thought you said something else. I said if, if he has pinpointed where it's hurting, um, ice is better than heat. If he wants to put some ice on it, yeah. twenty minutes on, right. twenty minutes off. Yeah. Um, and the chiropractors are essential. You can call your local chiropractor and see if you can get in and what their process is. Yeah. Um, and NSAIDs like ibuprofen and um, 
Okay. That's the word that everybody keeps getting wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Just, like just say ibuprofen. Yeah. Ibuprofen. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't the okay. word, yeah. It, it, and you call it from Jasper and all that. It really gave some <laughs> bad connotations. But but the um, all right. So um, where are we on the inversion table? We've brought it yeah. into the studio. Right it's there. All he's. I, I think if he'll just get on it, you have to be gentle with him and just you know maybe go back about a forty five degree angle. But it'll help everybody that, that knows all this. We've oh, we have an inver- we have an inversion yeah, table. Can we put stretch in that and and for the lack of a better yes. term, stretch him a little bit? That's why yes. it's there for emergency yes. back problems. Is it, we but, need to stretch, stretch. Yeah. Uh, let me. In, in, somebody talk inversion table with me. That's an expert. Okay. Is that going to help him? It may make it worse. Well, it does that's help. what I'm worried about. I mean, you know, it's not going to make it worse. There, it's not going to make it worse. Do we have no, some no. sort of kind of release he can sign before we hang him in it? Um, uh, let's go well, to Chris. Let him sign the golden ticket release because I think that's part of it in there. Right, that's as close as we can get. Line five. Everything. Are you saying line five, Stretch? Okay, I didn't know if you were trying to hold yourself up or putting up a five. Um, <laughs> Brett? Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, guys. I, I've, I've ruptured a disc into my spinal cord before. And 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 I guarantee you the inversion table was a lifesaver for me, man. All right, so you, know, you, you y'all, please look at Speedy, <laughs> look at Speedy right now. All right, so so you say let's <laughs> over quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think he can get up. Can he get back? <laughs> I, don't I, don't he I don't think Speedy can get back up. <laughs> All right, so he you so you say you know, in, center. <laughs> you, you say <laughs> inversion <laughs> table. You think it's a good thing, right. Speedy. <laughs> I got to go help Speedy. Okay, hang on. Get him up. Rick's going to have to go help him. <laughs> yeah, Look, you just tuned in. Welcome to the Ricky Bubba Show. <laughs> Speedy went over too quick. I knew I knew it was oh, off my. balance. <laughs> That'll give you a, mess your head up, man. Yeah, that thing, got, when I did it. You need an assistant there, Speedy. <laughs> Speedy nearly passed out. Oh my gosh, we had to go. I had to go get him turned uh, you up. Should have so left him just a little longer. Oh my gosh, my head. What if he had just run by the studio today to get in that? Yeah, uh, and got hung up. We up found him himself. like the next Good, day. But this guy <laughs> says that it was life changing. We're putting him in it. Oh, I, we're gonna put you in oh, it. My, oh my. Yeah, we are stretch. What's wrong? I, mean, I think it may help you. Oh, it will. It, it will help him. Yeah. it'll make him come feel on in. Let's, let's get you. I, in I don't think it will hurt anything. Is there a waiver to sign for this? Nah, he, until he falls he, out, he can it. just say out loud, "I won't hold you guys." Something. I wouldn't yeah. take the pro. If, if his ankles, if his ankles are as weak as his back, then he may fall out of it. Well, yeah. you got to be careful. Then we have a problem. If he falls Speedy, out. you got to be careful with him. Okay. Okay. All right. So stretch. Go easy, Speedy. We need you to verbally say, "I am. I'm voluntarily getting on this thing." I'm voluntarily getting on this thing. I I am of sound mind. If I can, I'm in sound mind. If I can get on this thing, if I can, I will hold harmless. We've recorded this. Hey, can you say hold harmless one time? I will hold harmless, Rick and Bubba Incorporated. Uh, No, you please say it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. All right, I'll hold harmless, Rick and Bubba show. Thank you, buddy. Throw some at me. Famous last words. Yeah, say say if I sue anybody, it'll be Greg. <laughs> all, right. all right, so all right, let's. Uh, let, all right, so here. we're going to try to get Speedy, him in this go thing. Go easy with him. Now. Yeah, I mean, Not you got to ease him in. And this like guy, evil Knievel, going this, over a cliff. This one guy said the inversion table was a turning point, but we may turn this thing around right here. Oh, it, it, it helps most all back issues. So now we're all back experts. This is going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> and getting your pop air hams. <laughs> 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 
This thing's just been back there in the back. Watch it fall apart when he gets. Greg, don't say things like that. We've already got gold. Greg, we already got gold out of it. Speedy was stuck upside down. Hey, can I tell you this? Here's what you missed. Speedy thought he was just going to casually bring it from where it was to in here. He fought it. Hey, easy, Speedy. Easy. You got to put some resistance on it. I mean, Speedy. Oh, that's not far enough over. You got to come on. No, he's fine. fine. Come on. Stretch, how's that? Hang there for a minute. There you go. That's all right. Let him back up. Let him back up, Speedy. He needs to take his his hands and put them behind his head. To blunt to my legs. Now put your your hands behind your head. Put your head behind him. Put him back down, and then you can do it again. You don't need to leave him. Oh, you got to leave him. Don't leave him too long, You don't leave him too long. Well, he just now rolled over. Speedy, just go back. You just want to get a stretch. That's right. A little stretch. There we go. Let's do it one more time. like a bat. Let's do it one more time. Give him a breather. Give him a breather. You all right, stretch? Let the blood Give him about 30 seconds. Okay. Is that his hat laying there? No, I don't know what that is. He said that felt good, by the way. Wow, you really stink. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, let's try the deodorant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you need help, I think you could have got the deodorant on today, I, I to be honest. Please look, Greg. Hmm. Uh, What's his hat? This is actually kind of nice. <laughs> is, is, that, is that helping you stretch? <laughs> All right, Speedy, go back up. Really. Hold on, coach. <laughs> Don't no, leave him. This is, no, is kind of nice. When, when, when I can't hear anything, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, pick him back up. Oh, the longer you hang, the better. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but you got it. No, you can't do it all at one time. <laughs> I think you need 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Is, is, is it helping you a little bit, Stretch? I felt the blood rushing, and I I don't like that. It makes it kind of queasy. Yeah, well, you, you don't want to, that's why you can't hang there too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But it stretched you a little bit. It helped, didn't it? Yeah. This feels better, doesn't it? Actually, I can stand, so that's good. By the way, it worked, y'all. Not a head rush. How, How about it? It helped scared. him. I'm it you helped him. You Woo! want to fix the back? Don't give him a stroke. Leave him over to you. <laughs> right Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. As we make our way back, eight six six, we be big. I know that uh, we are in uh, you know bizarre times right now, and a lot of you are wondering about uh, your business. When you're going to get be able to get started again? Uh, when when will the economy return? When do we get a chance to go back? Uh, if you're somebody has the, that has been deemed non-essential, or you're somebody who's essential. And you're thinking to yourself, uh, I got to get the word out about how we're operating. Now's a great time for you to team up with the Rick and Bubba show. You know, we're putting together a lot of marketing plans for a number of people, give you access to all the things that we do. And that, uh, of course, can uh, work for you in our local markets. You know, those those sales teams are ready to, to work with you to, to set up a marketing plan. Uh, of course, nationally, you certainly can team up with us if you, uh, you know, your business needs more of a, of a national uh, you know, reach. We've got all kinds of ways that we can put together marketing plans. We've got so many clients that have been so successful for so long. So when you you need to get the word out about what's going on with you, you know, just go to rickandbubba.com. All the details are there under contact on how you can, you know, set up a marketing plan with us, start kicking the tires, and then when this thing opens back up, we're ready to go. Or if you need to get the word out about what you're doing right now, uh, that information is available there. If you need help with our local market, so we certainly will point you in the right direction uh, also, so just, uh, we're here to help you and looking forward to working with you as we try to find our way out of this from an economic standpoint as well. All right. So, uh, we, we're all, you know, at different places and Bubba's in the closet and Betty Lou Bussy has walked into the closet. 
I'm in the closet. Uh, yep, you're in the closet. Uh, Bubba's uh, there. And now, now, Bubba, you were telling us that Betty's been working on a comedy routine. No, well, no. Yeah, I, I'm gonna let Betty just tell you all about it. Okay. Okay. So, Betty, what do you what have you been working on? No, well, there's nothing else to do, you know. So I've been reading a little bit, you know, just trying to take notes of what's going on, you know. So about the first second day we get here, here's Bill. He says, "I tell you what, we all come out of this quarantine about forty pounds lighter." <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. He said, "I tell you what, we're gonna get out here. We're gonna run up and down this driveway." Hadn't seen him do it once. I was going to ask, how, how many times have you seen a commitment to the statement he made on day two? Okay, well, we're going to fast forward to that in just a minute. Okay. <clears throat> okay, meantime, the kids have been taking some notes, too. Mm-hmm. And apparently, <laughs> I have three stages of quarantine. The three stages of me in quarantine, apparently. So, apparently, I'm OCD. So, let me, I took notes. Let's okay, see all right, what did they say about Let you? me pull them up. I got to get. Got to get past the grocery and the liquor notes list here. But anyway, uh, okay, the three stages of my, of me in quarantine. Okay, okay. First, I'm OCD. Apparently, I plan the meals out two weeks in advance. Oh, and I okay. clean everything yep. that's not moving, except Gracie, that she is moving. I am cleaning her, the dog. Yeah, that's important. So anyway. And they've compared me to the TV show character Monk. I don't know if you ever saw Monk. Yeah. He had to have I'm, a wipe yeah, <laughs> after I, I, everything he touched. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Monk was living uh, in quarantine long before the rest uh, of us. Yeah. Oh, he'd already passed out somewhere in yeah. the corner. Yeah. So next, I'm the broken soldier, prison warden, snack Nazi, ordering oh. all the exercise and to eat better. And they claim that I can hear them in the pantry like from a mile away. <laughs> Who is that? Yeah. What are you eating? So <laughs> forty pounds lighter. Yeah. Out of this well, thing. you're I, trying I, to commit to Bubba saying we're gonna come out of this thing forty pounds lighter. Yeah. I, well, I said I told him. I said you have a choice. I said we're gonna be laid up here for two or three, four weeks. We don't know. I said when you go back, people can go wow. So they uh, they cleaned the pantry out while they were in pandemic, or they can go wow. You look you look a lot better. You know, you're gonna get some response when you finally get to see people again. Right, you're gonna get some response, all right. Yeah, and so anyway. and, and so, but, yeah, and, and and so they're saying you actually are trying to help the family with that by being what they're calling the snack I, Nazi. I'm doing all I can do, and then there's a third, there's a third stage here to the quarantine, mom. Apparently, or me, quarantine me, um, the oversensitive one. Because one minute I'm saying we could never have had this time had we not been in quarantine, <laughs> you know, and all this, yeah, just yeah, in tears. Yeah, yeah. And then the next thing is, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> do what I told you to do. What are you eating? <laughs> Why are you in the pantry? Yeah, all over now you, that's a real range of emotions. I'm so glad we're all yeah. together. Why are we all together? <laughs> I know. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you think about it. When would really? When would we have ever had time like this together? No. But. Yeah, yeah, why would we have had this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I was trying to tell. I want to point out that there's so many rappers on yeah. snacks that make a lot of noise. Yeah. And oh, if you're yeah. in the pantry trying to get open cookies or something, I mean, it, it, it's like a siren going off. Yeah, it's a weird time together. You know, you're sitting there going, "We're together," but the th- the fact that we're together. It, like it was funny. I was talking with uh, with my oldest son and trying to talk. Look, with you and we hadn't seen you, or we're getting time with you. And he says, "I'm hearing that, but in the back of my mind, 
I'm also hearing I'm here because I have no job now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm making no money. Yeah, I I, I have yeah. no income. But uh, yeah, but you're right. So you, you they're saying they've watched you go from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah, yeah. And um, here's Bill. He's ordering everybody else to exercise. You know, and so Hunter has been deemed to go on. I like to walk, and Bill doesn't want me out here walking by myself for some reason. I don't know. I guess I need a golf club or something to walk with yeah. i don't know what, was something anyway, gonna get you <laughs> I, I i don't know but anyway i need a i need to be packing or something right but anyway or somebody may not get within six may get more <laughs> closer than six feet from you well yes. that's true yeah so he won't so, go walking with you but betty why is he no, not just walking no, with you no he he sends he's not hunter. that concerned he sends hunter so here's hunter <laughs> yesterday mad as a hornet because he had to go on a walk with me again you know <laughs> slow down well you're just gonna leave me might as well be by yourself and all this and then he goes i'm gonna lose my if bill if your dad makes me walk if my dad makes me walk with you again i'm just gonna lose my bleep you know? uh, oh my <laughs> god wow so hunter he never complains he's not my complainer right. now i think we all know who the complainer is but anyway <laughs> Wait, no. Wait, yeah. Yeah. so anyway yeah. so that that's hunter's complaint and right. then here's caitlin is sassy times about uh, 1,000. I don't mm -hmm. know. You know, sassy bleep. But anyway, so why are all my friends doing stuff that I can't? You know, why are they right. all out? Why, right. are they, why are they all at the whatever, whatever, whatever? I'm like, I don't know. Why are they? You know, why yeah. call up their parents, ask them. I don't know. Yeah, you you could reverse that question, and, and you should y'all should be the one asking that probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it, but she can cook. I have learned that my daughter has learned to cook. Okay. So one of these, there yeah. One of these days, she'll be a great wife if we can just get that sassy, you know, the sassy side and the cook side under control. Here, you know, <laughs> yeah. Get it all balanced out. Well, it's all about. But anyway, she is funny. I mean, we have laughed. We've all laughed. But yeah. anyway, hey, it's been a good thing. So here's Bill. I said I was going to fast forward. Yeah. Um, uh oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, first we go from hey. 40 pounds lighter coming out of this. Right. Nothing going to go. I mean, you're not even going to recognize us. Yeah. 40. So here we go. It's a big number. 40. I'm going with 40. Yeah, that's a pound 40. a day. Yeah. <laughs> Biblical number, 40. Yeah. You know it's what a I big mean? number. I'm going to go with 40. It's a big right. number. So, yeah. yep. Focus on that. A pound yeah. a day. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward about, I don't know, maybe 12 hours after that, maybe less. I don't know. Probably less. Where is that ice cream scoop? That makes those perfect balls of ice cream. Where I know where'd you, where'd you put it? Well, where is it? You know, and, I'll, and I, I'm he like, was getting one last ball. run before he started on his forty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> apparently that run has led into last night as well. So we're still looking for the perfect ball of ice cream. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. what have you done with it, Betty? Are you hiding it to try to accomplish the forty, the number of refinement? Well, I mean, I I can't hide it out of his sight yeah, you know what i mean yeah, he's yeah. like a so have you seen dog or something have you Everything seen Buck? here is like a giant game of hide and seek betty hides it we try to find it right we hide it she tries to find it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. well, they found my stash in my drawer i have a my bedside table because if i don't hide it i won't ever get anything i mean they right. don't eat it all now, what you are know? you talking about well, any of it, you know, Which anything stash? I'd have. Yeah. My, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, y'all don't need to know about that secret stash. Anyway, Betty, 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 I'm telling you, I don't know if it's going to be Jenny Craig or Betty Ford when this is over. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Oh my goodness. But anyway. the, well, so you have you seen? I'm still back to why Bubba's not walking with you. 
Especially yeah. going for the yeah. big four. I mean, a walk, yeah, Bubba. She didn't say go I for think. a jog. Huh? He did a lot of day. it happens while the show's still going. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, Bubba, now you, you he's or during the, his nap. But Betty, <laughs> has you've seen him make a commitment? He's using this time to drop some weight. Well, yeah, he's um. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing some chores. He's been outside a lot, so maybe he's been moving around that way. Can I tell hopefully. you something? And Bubba will attest this, and so everybody else. And I certainly understand there's probably not as big commitment as you thought you were going to hear after that speech on day two. <laughs> but just the removal from this place. Oh, yeah. That w- yeah. When you're not at this place and all of us aren't here, and I've noticed it's, 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 the, it's the team. Because Speedy and I don't have the amount of food up here that we had back during Golden Ticket Seats Mm-mm. and back mm-hmm. during when everybody's here. If you can just not be here, yeah, you can lose weight just on that alone. Right. What, what was funny the the comment I gave this speech, very passionate speech about what? How's this going to end? What are you going to look like? What are your friends going to be saying? Well, you know, are you going to use it positive? And there was only about a ten second pause till I said, "Hey, Betty, where's that ice cream?" <laughs> Hey, look. Don't think Caitlin didn't call him on that. Oh, I'm sure. Well, well, you got to have accountability. You got to have that around. You know, the ice cream tastes better if you got that good scooper, and it just cuts through and just makes the perfect ball of ice cream to put in there. It does. That's so much better than spooning it out. It ain't even close. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. And uh, we're uh, looking at uh, all the different aspects of the pandemic. And uh, you just heard uh, from the Bussy House. And Bubba, of course, has uh, challenged his family to come out of the 40 days in better health than when they went in. And uh, like a rock, he's been leading the way. And uh, so, um, so Bubs, congratulations. Vision is the key in leadership. Right? Yeah, it Vision. is absolutely, mm-hmm. and and showing the example. The uh, well, I have I have <laughs> eat. Believe it or not, I have eat very healthy because Betty and Caitlin are both very good cooks. Oh yeah, uh, we we've been shocked at how good Caitlin could cook. And let me tell you how good it was. She she threw us a curve the other night. She fit, we had uh, I grilled chicken on the grill, and she did this rice and vegetable thing and. And I'm eating it, and and the rice is is great. It's a it's got a little different flavor to it, mm-hmm. but it's very tasty. And I said, "What what is this rice? I've never because it, it was chopped up. It was like you know half pieces of rice. Mm-hmm. It kind of minced up, you know." And she said, "It's cauliflower." Yep, yep. And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. wait a minute, yeah. whoa, yeah. I'm eating cauliflower. Whoa, I'm eating whoa. cauliflower. <laughs> yeah. And and liking it, yeah. man. Yeah, this is rocking here. Yeah, come on. Yeah, so it's yeah uh, that, that cauliflower." Uh, rice is not bad. No, it's yeah. not. You mean, put a little soy sauce on it. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. Bad. She had a lot of spicy stuff in there. I don't yeah. know what all that. That's was. good. Well, that's good. Well, yeah. like I said, it, anything to keep you away from up here is good. It really. I mean, is. that that alone. <laughs> that no, seriously. I mean, that alone. When you would, I mean, y'all don't understand. Most days, there's just bags of stuff, mm-hmm. bags of food, uh, just stacked in there on tables, and people bringing in stuff and all that. And uh, and we're not having to do that right now. All right, in all seriousness, straight up, what do you think? calorie wise they're saving from being here a day 
because I I've, I I see the guys and they're uh, really not eating that much. No, I would say good point. I don't know what they're doing the rest of the day, but you can hear Bubba's probably having access to healthier food than he's had in a while uh, because you're not doing that crazy running, going through drive-throughs and this kind of stuff. You you know we're all cooking at home a lot more. Uh, I would say they're probably I'm not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I would say easily uh, from what I've watched, yeah. what I've observed, easily 800 calories. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say maybe a thousand, but yeah, at least eight hundred, depending on the food day here. Some, somewhere between oh, yeah. uh, eight hundred and a thousand. Yeah, think about if that. It's a, so, if it's so the Buffalo Wild Wing Day. Whoa, no, we're really stacking it up. Yeah. So, so what day is this on the quarantine that we've done? Is this uh, is this officially 15th. two weeks? The fifteenth day. So it is. Are we got, we're we going to? I guess we start counting when we got uh, back from spring break, right? Mm-hmm. right. We st- we worked that Monday in the studio, and, and then, then Greg freaked. Yeah, we started it. So no, we worked day. a whole week of all of us there, or at and least Greg freaked the next I, Monday. Right. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Is the it, but it was the it was the thirty first. It was either the thirtieth, whatever that no. Monday is. 30th, I didn't freak. We were having a discussion. I just happened to have good facts. There's yeah. nothing. All right, <laughs> Greg. It, it, it yeah, because you said the thirty first. So today is two weeks. Uh, Correct. Mm-hmm. Like today. So um, let's see. But but we did the show during the 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 so called pandemic. All of us there for at least a week. Right. Now, but I, I was got, just going to say, you guys. Cake. Before I got the birthday cake on March twenty uh, seventh. Yeah, right. I, I, just weeks. go look it's at like Joe Diffie's death. I, I, they're not. Li- Greg, it, listen. Thirty first was it, Speedy? When we started, because yeah. I remember getting yeah, right, a phone call right, from Rick right, right, on Monday. Right. The we started 30th, this Zoom, and he said, yeah. "Hey, just a heads up." Where you'll be at home tomorrow. Right, like, right, oh, right. Wow, okay. Yeah, so this is in this uh, current setup, this is the 14th day. And Correct. and you guys, if y'all average saving 800 calories a day, that means y'all have saved eating 11,200 calories. Yep. yep. You know, you can count me out of I that. I think you're being I don't generous. I really eat so that much at the studio. Yeah, we're, we're, the studio, the I mean, studio I, I maybe eat more at home me. than I did when I was at the studio. I, I am. Oh, I'm really? eating more at night. <laughs> I'm eating more at night than so, I did when I was. Yeah. Have y'all gained weight? Have you weighed? I've gained two or three I've, pounds. I've actually lost weight because I've been running, but yeah. which I was doing that before I get. What this has messed up a little bit is when I was doing that, that where you don't eat for like 14 hours. The fasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has messed me up because it was Intermittent. easy to do when I was coming to the studio. Well, was, listen, yeah, y'all will love this idea. See, this this plays to everything that I love. So I've only been eating two meals a day. I've been eating whatever Betty allows me to eat for morning and right. then what she, she fixes in the afternoon. Right. But I'm not eating any lunch because I take a nap during lunch. Right. So yep. see that, that I've got, I've got everything working together there. See if I sleep, I'm not hungry. Right. I tell you where we, where we all go to die and I'm speaking for myself and this is in everyday life, but it's now more prevalent because you have downtime. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not on the move. Uh, there, there's a lot of, lot of free time. Uh, and that is snacking. I mean, you yeah. can, you can you can eat two fantastic meals mm-hmm. and then snack in between them or after the last one, and the whole day's gone because those those snacks are are stout in calories and and all that. The snacking's where you go to die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I realized I moved around a lot when I was at the studio because my steps after the show are nothing like they used to be. Right. Yeah. yeah getting up and in the break and moving around. Exactly. And everything. Yeah. yeah. So I've brought yeah. in like a weighted golf club and one of those white. Uh, PVC pipes I can stretch with, and I put over here. So when I move around, I can move around a little bit doing something without disturbing the rest of the house. Greg, this is the big one for you. How much uh, extra sleep do you think you're getting a day waking up? Do you get about an hour? Two and hours. Half? Two hours. Two hours. Are you wow. serious? Well, yeah, about two hours. Oh yeah. my goodness! Okay. That means that you've Greg, had, we're running the numbers on it. That means you've had 28 hours more sleep. 
And, now that's and a big weeks. Now I miss now don't on Thursdays I go to three hours. I only get three hours oh, sleep. Oh, on that's Thursday right. To that's Friday. right. So we'll so take pull that one out. Yeah. So let's just go twenty one maybe. I don't know twenty twenty one extra yeah. hours sleep. I don't know. I'm just yeah, I'm just throwing Thursdays, that out. Get home till it's 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 pretty midnight thirty. Yeah. So they bed go. by one on the air by four. Mm-hmm. So. Well, not on the air by four, but give like me those numbers, yeah. Speedy. Huh? What's the numbers? What's How many that? hours? Uh, well, uh, this this Thursday thing stole me for a loop. Okay. Um, well, so, just say just say he's getting eight to ten hours extra sleep a week. Yeah, a week, and that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, that's yeah. Easy. So yeah, you're yeah. looking at eighteen, twenty, something like that. Right. Extra extra hours of sleep since he's been gone. Right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's that's, that's better that's than anything. Plus. You know. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. It's um. Are we getting to the 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 point? And we'll talk about it next hour. Are we getting to the point where we? Like you were talking about, Helmsy, where you you develop a habit uh, after 21 days, it now becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. are we gonna like be weird when the economy goes back on and not know how to function? Yeah, I think I think it'll be difficult for a while. Well, yeah, I, mean, I noticed I had to go to the pharmacy yesterday, and I was starting to do things I've never done before, and even even last week that I would have not done, even though I knew what I needed to be doing, I wasn't doing it. But this week, because I've been doing it for that, it's actually been a little longer for us that have had kids out of school and kind of, you know, we're already at that 20, 18 to 21 day mark. And I have created habits that I never thought I would have. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I think, uh, I mean, let's talk about this. You have to think about with us, you know, the economy is going to, we'll come back and talk about this, how you're going to do this self-opening, whatever. But we'll have to decide as a team, when is the day y'all come back up here? Yeah, or does or does do you guys do we do you just follow the government calendar or yeah. do you do you say well uh, yeah I don't know or out of all of you did you just one or two of you come up and and a few more you know what I mean what do you do yeah we'll see what the president has with his task force yeah but like if he says I'm opening up the economy for some of the country May first so do y'all come back May first. We'll still have to make our own decision. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, and we're thankful that you are here. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, you'll find Speedy, you'll find me, and you'll find uh, Stretch Armstrong, and all across uh, our home state of Sweet Home Alabama, in various home studios, you'll find the real Greg Burgess, you'll find Helmsy. Adler is with his wife, and they're going through uh, contractions and labor, and uh, they're waiting on the arrival of their first child. When we get an update from them uh, that has anything, uh, you know, like uh, right now she's just in the process. That's it. Uh, we'll let you know. And a welcome back from his home studio, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubs, welcome back. How are you? Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for sharing the pandemic with us. Yes, so we're talking, we've been having fun, we've been cutting up about it, how we're having to do all this, trying to make the best uh, of the situation. You know, Bubba, I always say, if you got lemons, make lemonade. That's uh, right, Rick, I've heard that somewhere. Yes, right. Um, but anyway, so we, we're doing all that, and we, but in our, our country right now, and, and of course the rest of the world is going with this, but we, we have to focus on our country Right now, because that's where we live, and that's what's going to impact uh, us uh, immediately from our our uh, economy. So you've got a group of got people that are saying we're the medical people, 
We're trying to deal with the pandemic from a medical point of view. We're working on, uh, you know, treatments. We're working on a vaccine. We're working on, you know, blood tests. We're, we, we're doing rapid testing. We're over here. We're working on that. But then the other problem that is looming over us that is very complicated is how do you restart the economy? You know, and I know there are parts of the economy that's still operating now, the essential businesses, and, you know, people are finding ways to try to make it work. But I'm talking about there's an awful lot of people that we've walked over to the, the switch and we've said, and you are off. And, and our economy is, uh, you know, it, it's every day that goes by, it's going to be harder and harder for it to recover. Um, and so you have to work out a very complicated game plan to start this economy back. And, um, you know, I, I was watching uh, last night one of the updates, and they, they were, it was, I guess it was, it was uh, Siegel, Dr. Siegel. And he was practicing with this Apollo test kit that got him his negative, he was thankful, coronavirus uh, in less than an hour. Uh, he had his results. Uh, so and he says, if we can get these, they don't have enough of them, if we can get these out into the society where they're readily available, this will play a key role medically but also economically because then we can find out you know who's positive, who's negative, even the people with no symptoms, we, we can know. And he said this can play a role in saying, all right, we, those of you that have it, you know, we know who you are. Those of you who don't, we know who you are. And then if you get to the blood test, those of you, those of you who've had it and now are immune, we know who you are. And um, you know, so that will all that's going to be taken into account. But um, Bubba, can you imagine you're sitting down at a table right now and somebody says you got 50 states. Uh, you've got cultures that could not be more different. Uh, you've got places like New York City, and then you got places like uh, Billings, Montana. Uh, and then you're trying to figure out how do we start, what role do the governors play in the states. And you and I were talking in the break, and the guys, could it even come down to county by county? I mean, uh, how do you, how do you do this? Well, uh, Trump is supposed to announce uh, the task force task force that uh, he's wanting to have on this today, and they they're going to talk out some scenarios. And I, I don't know how it's going to play out. I I definitely think there's a difference in some areas. I think you're going to see maybe the metro areas um, uh, be delayed another week or so. Uh, I think that you may see uh, people over fifty. Uh, or 60 may be delayed. Uh, certainly people with underlying medical conditions, they're probably going to tell them to just stay where they are for a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's some states that, that have hardly been affected by this, but I think you're going to have to use these social distancing plans and uh, they're going to have to you know, follow up when, when they do get a case of who that person's been in touch with and you know, they talk about tracing them down. That's going to be part of it to separate, isolate. Um, it's going to be an, uh, the battle has turned. In other words, if this was world war two, we, we have had the battle of midway, but there's still going to be a lot of battles till the, the thing is over and it's over when we have a working vaccine, but there are 70 different vaccines being tested right now. 70. Yeah. Yeah, so and and they're working on that. So if that happens, it gets pretty easy. But you know, some people say vaccines not coming till Christmas. 
Uh, it easily could be that far. Yeah. And I think they're concerned about next uh, fall and the winter starting, seeing a rebound to this. There's stories coming out of China that people are having relapses. We don't know. Who who knows? I don't, I don't pay attention to anything yeah. coming out of China. Yeah, I, mean, I, you, I don't you, either. You, you, I think we go with the common understanding that you are immune to it if you have had it at least for a period of time. Yeah, when I see the medical teams that we have, every time that's brought up, they're like, look, I, it, you may not be – immune forever but you'll be immune for a long enough period of time you know you're not going to shut down the whole economy again so uh, so anyway it, it's interesting but I, I i think you do have to do like we talk about in business a soft opening uh but you're right i don't think we're serving the states that honestly should not be shut down i mean i mean they should be allowed to go back they they do not have the situation that the overpopulated, you know, uh, uh, an island with eight to ten million people on it, like we have in New York City, they don't live like that. They're not in that situation. Uh, and really, if you look at it, if we're able, I know I keep bringing this up because it's really the only example we have. But if we're able to all go to grocery stores and get essential supplies, and come back and wear a mask and try to stay away from each other. And we have not seen this cause a huge outbreak of coronavirus. Then obviously that seems to work for the most part. It actually can be done. Uh, so you you take that scenario and say, well, what does that look like at an office, or what does that look like uh, at a construction site? What does that look like um, at a restaurant? Uh, and you start applying those things, especially to the states that this really is nowhere near the problem. It is for other states and allow them to go back to life and, and crank their economies back up. Yeah, I, I, we've got to get it moving. And, you know, Trump, I think yesterday was trying to make a point that um, tr- Trump is not a dictator. Any president's not. But in a time of a declared emergency at the level we have, the president does have extra powers they normally wouldn't have, and he has the purse string. So I think they'll all get together, and I think he would say this too, that, that the governors are the ones who need to be in charge of their state. I mean, that's that's where they are, and these decisions need to be made as close on the ground as they possibly can, down to the mayor level yeah. and everything else. I mean, we're allowing you know uh, 18-wheelers and truckers to transfer products all over this country because we have to. Yeah. And uh, so we know that's operating. Uh, and uh, I think the thing that's going to be the biggest obstacle for us, I don't even think restaurants are going to be a big obstacle because they're not large numbers of people. Uh, you, you certainly have some areas where you go, all right, we got, I'm just using this number, grabbing it out of the air. We have 10 tables. Maybe now we have six. Right. Uh, or we had 20 tables. Now we got 15. You know, anything that can get a little space between people and all that. But your big problem still is the mass gatherings. Uh, yeah. and, and, and that's going to be a little more complicated. Uh, and what you do about that, I, that, that one's going to take a little more time, but as far as people just functioning and not having to stay inside their home and they, and, you know, and people are turning you in because your kids are playing in the yard and you've got eight kids, you know, we got to get out of that. Uh, and, and, and we, we can get out of that sooner than later. Uh, uh I, let me, let me ask you this, right? So we also have to formulate a plan for the next time this happens. Yep. Let's say uh, coronavirus 20, okay, comes down the pipe. 
did was it necessary to shut everything down? Was that a good move? Was it an overreaction? Right. Did it happen quick enough? And again, I, I'm not looking to blame political no, on this. But we also can't I be think afraid we to just, ask we questions. Just, yeah, we just and, and trying to separate the politics from it will be a nightmare because anything that uh, you know that they can hang on Trump, they'll try to do it, and the Trump people's going to protect him. So, you know, we really just need honest questions and answers. But I, I, you know, like after 9/11, we changed the way we went through airports. I think we're going to have to have some way to shut down airports on pretty short notice once we from foreign countries once we see we have an issue with something at least until we can decide if it is pandemic or not and we'll have an overreaction that'll come we'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll respond oh, yeah. to one uh, with, with in uh, more than we should have uh, <laughs> but but you can't i don't think going forward you can shut the economy down again now and and i heard them speak to this the doctors included that we had a we had a broke system where you know it just was old it, it just wasn't set up to support what we need now and now that, that we have those systems in play the next one will be will be better prepared for it yeah and that's what bubba's talking about too and, and but the other thing on politics if you think presidents worrying about being blamed for deaths politically stymies them every single governor is gonna have the same problem yeah you know, they're going to blame me for anybody who dies if I turn it open again. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 we be big is our number. So anyway, there's a task force working on that, and uh, and you heard all the things we discussed, and uh, I, I'm, I agree with the guys. I think we will go back, but just like 9-11, we went back to a new normal, uh, and we made some adjustments. We'll see some things that will have to be adjusted going forward, uh, and then certainly uh, you know, you'll you have to take every situation, I think as individuals, like Hamzy was talking in the break, and go, okay, for my situation, this particular whatever it is out there every season uh, can affect me, so I'm gonna have to take some adjustments that maybe somebody who's not affected by it, you know, doesn't have to take. But I think going forward, we'll realize you really cannot uh, shut the entire economy down. Just like the governor y'all were talking about, is it South Dakota? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, she's getting flack because she's not doing a stay home order. Well, there's no need to do a stay home order. In South, well, I, in South didn't, didn't even Cuomo say that if yeah. we go through this again, we're not going to shut the whole right. economy down? Yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. I mean, look, they they have a <laughs> economic thing too. It's not. I mean, I hate the way they paint it. It's just some rich guy depending on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Look, the, they have to have money to pay teachers, to pay police, yep. to pay fire, to mm-hmm. pay roads, mm-hmm. uh, EMS. I mean, there. Y'all, there is no free lunch out here, and we've got to get this thing going again. Yeah, and then you look at the things, and I understand it, and you've heard us. I Surely nobody's going to uh, – we certainly like sports and all that, but I think we've talked about time and time again, you know, the great statement that we heard, you know, from uh, – from. Uh, I remember we heard the first time I ever heard it was Rick Owsley who said, you know, football is, is a great game, but it's a lousy God. That's right. Well, yeah. we've certainly talked about that, but this is not an idol when you start thinking – well, but these sporting just just call it any event. These things have a monumental effect on economies, yeah. and and so we let's look at it from an economic standpoint. Not not you know well you care too much about this. All that's legit. 
We're talking about the economy right now. So we know that if you say, no, college football season, not going to do it, can't gather. Well, from an economic standpoint, you just took little towns uh, all over the country as far as college football is concerned, and you've taken big towns and medium-sized towns all over the country as far as professional football is concerned, and you just said to all these hotels, all these restaurants, all these people that work at these gigantic stadiums and all these people that work the food and do all this, y'all don't have a job. Uh, and that, that money that impacts your economy is not coming, you know, cause we were talking about, well, what do you do about the playoffs? And we do, do about a national championship. What about this conference? They, they can't start, but another conference can, I'm not so sure you don't go as far as to say this year it's exhibition. Uh, we'll see what kind of good record you can have, uh, get your 10, 10 games together. Uh, y'all go play each other and you play your rivals and talk about what a good record you had that year, but we got to have football games for the economy. Uh, and, um, and you, and you have them in the places where it wouldn't be that, that dangerous. And in the places that would be dangerous, you probably don't, I, you know, Look, I, it, it would be psychologically great, yeah, no doubt, but yeah. I'm telling you, they're not going to let people get 70, 80, a hundred thousand people nah. in these stadiums until they have a vaccine ready. It just ain't gonna happen, right? Yeah, but that, but what we're talking about, there's probably parts of the country that they could do it, uh, but again, I, I agree with the, the concern. They're not gonna say I, that. I think right you're now. gonna see the guys at the gate with thermometers too. They're gonna be checking temperatures. I mean, it's gonna be yeah. a whole weird thing, man. When we start back. Yeah, and and let's let's go. Let's break it down to the high school level. So, and I know you know, hey, life's not. I mean, it's. Yeah, complicated at times but kids. you got it's a big part of yeah. your life yeah but really you got is. you got juniors right now that play mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. play football and they've been looking forward to their mm-hmm. senior mm-hmm. year yeah. and they they could be told you're not you don't even have a senior year which i know other sports went through that my my middle one did it yeah i'm sure in the middle of baseball season it was canceled right. but those are decisions on a local level that superintendents and school officials are going to have to decide what to do because what do you do about school because that's coming in the fall, and if there's no vaccine, are you just going to let kids pile into schools? No, uh, you know, because they might be. It. They, it might not it. hit them hard, but then they go home to parents and grandparents that it does affect. So yep. you it know, will be in this thing again where the kids are not in school. These so are how tough. Do I take yeah, care yeah. of them. Yeah, these know? are hard decisions. To, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be very complicated, and it, it's not going to be right. <clears throat> Whatever we try to do, we're going to go. Well, wow, we need to adjust that. It's going to yeah. be going to be a landmine just mm-hmm. trying to get through it, I think. Yeah, and, and you know all the rest of us, we'll watch people too. It's almost going to be like everybody getting in the water, and, and you're going to wait for the first person to start doing a breaststroke screaming, come on in, the water's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be, you're going to watch, we're going to take and our. listen for that music. Uh-huh. We're going we're to take our, our healthy young people, throw them out there and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, you could because it wouldn't be, you know, uh, certainly a tiny percentage of them. You heard the doctor even Monday. I was trying to say, look, I know that there's exceptions. And she said, well, there's exceptions, but those exceptions are tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny percentage. The people who are being affected by this are pretty glaring, mm-hmm. and those who are not, it's not a life and death situation, are also glaring. And the overwhelming majority of people don't have it, and then the ones who do have it, the overwhelming majority of them are not going to die. Right. Uh, but what you worry about is, and I keep bringing it up, is overwhelming the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this scenario. They come out and they say, we've got the vaccine. We got it. We mm-hmm. can knock this out. Mandatory. Everybody has to take it. Go to your local health department. Mm-hmm. You got to have a card. If you don't have a card, you're not going to the football game. You're not going to the grocery mm-hmm. store. 
You're not doing anything until you are vaccinated. What do you do then? Yeah, that's where we're going to have another uh, a bunch of yeah. people that, that weigh it out. There will be some people. The grocery store is different, but we're already doing the grocery store, so that really wouldn't be necessary, but they might. But No, I think they're going, I think they're going to clamp down to force everybody to get it. Yeah, no, I, and, I hear you, but I know there yeah. will be people. I saw some people getting interviewed about this already, and they said to their kids and to their family, we really believe that this is putting us at unnecessary risk to be forced into a vaccine, and they were preparing their children that will homeschool you're not going to be able to play your sport that you enjoy. You're not going to do this if that's mandated because we won't do it. And uh, and so you, but you'll have people that'll have to just make those decisions, I guess, for their personal lives. Yeah. Uh, but we do still live in a country with civil rights, and you know, if it, you you may not be able to do things, but I don't think you can force someone to take. And you can say, well, if you don't do it, you can't do these things. You can do that, but I don't think you can stand there and say we're going to put you in jail if you don't take a vaccine. Well, one of the biggest abusers and destroyers of the Constitution was Abraham Lincoln, and he has a giant statue. In no, I, no, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying that, as you said, there'll be some resistance, as there was then. I don't know if you know what happened to him at the play. Yeah, uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Blow Bubba, back. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Here we go. A long distance, directly assistance, every coke two on two. Say, hey, hey, All right, so uh, lines are coming in. There are some available. Stretch has limped in there. And we got a little more movement after we stretched him on the inversion table. Uh, he's uh, walking in there to take your phone calls, and we'll chat with you. The whole gang is here. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba. Have you, uh, have you done this yet? Uh, have you done this browser extension? Look, we, we're all shopping online a lot. You heard the guys talking about that earlier. Uh, did you know that you can make things even better? It, it's it, You need to get joinhoney.com slash Bubba, a free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. We've all been there before. You found a promo code. You can't figure out how to use it, or you didn't get the savings you were supposed to, or it's outdated. Well, joinhoney.com slash Bubba finds the best one available that is current and then applies it to your purchase at checkout. You just click the little button there. It says apply coupons. It'll pop up. Wait a few seconds. It scans the database of all the working coupons on the web, and you instantly watch your price drop. And, and it works on nearly every online store, including Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Macy's, and so many more. They found over $2 billion in savings, and that's why it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Uh, really, if you're not using uh, Honey uh, and extending this to your browser, you probably are just throwing money down the toilet. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba, 100% free. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba or go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find it there under the sponsors button. All right, let's start uh, with uh, Ryan. And uh, is calling us out of, uh, well, there's two people calling Ryan in Pensacola. I think one of those is probably not. Let's go to line four uh, and we'll see because uh, uh, out of Pensacola, trolling, trolling, trolling. The trolley. Here we come for trading bone trolley. All right, let's go. Let's go to you, Ryan. How you doing, buddy? Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Um, name's Brian, uh, out of Pensacola. Brian, Brian. My daughter, uh, a few years back, contracted whooping cough, and she's not. We don't vaccinate our kids. Contracted whooping cough, and we were told at that point in time in the CDC that even though you had a I'm vaccine, right. you still could uh, carry the virus. 
So whether or not you were vaccinated or not, they said you could even still contract it with getting the vaccine. So I really don't think that having the vaccine is going to be beneficial. I'm mean, not sorry, the vaccine, not the vaccine. Yeah, the vaccine would be beneficial necessarily, at least making it mandatory. I don't really think it's necessary to do that. I really think that um, having it uh, would be possibly a good thing, but making it mandatory to be able to do the certain things around the country that they're thinking about doing, i.e. going to games or mass gatherings or whatever those may be, I really think that having it uh, to make it mandatory is not a necessary thing to do, especially given the fact that when my daughter had the sickness of whooping cough, we got told by many different medical professionals that uh, various different uh, outlines and guidelines that contradicted themselves all over the place. I really think before they should start even making this thing mandatory, they really got to have their act together. I mean, even now, all the information that we're getting from every different source out there, a lot of them contradict themselves. And I think it's really dangerous to start mandatory, making something mandatory before uh, you really have a good grasp on what's going on. Yeah, well, we know that. You know, we we call that the shoot ready aim, and and that is some concern right now. We're all wanting the vaccine. We want it so quick and so fast. Uh, that's always concerning. And uh, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I certainly I think that sometimes uh, some of the things we've done with vaccines, especially on babies. Uh, we need to rethink. They need they need to get it. Don't misunderstand. I'm not anti-vaccine. I just think that some of the ways we've done it in the past, yeah. uh, we we were not lacked a little bit of wisdom. But but uh, well, but, we're we're doing it, Rick, uh, to to make it easy on the parents, not right. the way it needs to be done scientifically, and that's right. that's a big difference. Yeah, and and but but what you're saying is true. And with look, there are some people, and I'm not saying I'm in this camp. Uh, and we even had a caller who who called and said this. Uh, that some of the stuff we're doing, this is not about vaccines necessarily, but it's in the same category, that we over-medicate ourselves. And one of the things that makes us so susceptible to some of this stuff is there was a time when you your body developed its own resistance uh, to sickness because it is set up to do that. And we're so quick to go to an antibiotic. We're so quick to do this. We're so quick to do that, that now our body is starting to not really be affected that much by antibiotics. And we've developed, um, you know, a, a susceptibility to disease that if our if we had just gotten it, worked through it, we would have been healthier and have more resistance to it naturally. Uh, and uh, again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm, I understand. Yeah, well, I understand. There's two different camps on it, right? I, and I understand that line of thinking, but you have to look at how long the lifespan was back at the turn of the century, wasn't it? I mean, if you, 49 was like the average lifespan for a male, so. Obviously, doing some of these things is no question, but yeah. but they come with their own set of problems too. Yeah, and uh, and you just do the best you can. There is no magic bullet. There just isn't. And you 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 weigh out the options. Like for me, uh, I certainly would look at this different because I may find myself more susceptible. But when it comes to the flu shot, as I get older, I'll change my attitude on it. Uh, but yeah. but but as but as as a younger person and still relatively young, I don't take the flu shot every year because I know some people personally and one person that, that it killed. And so I would rather just get the flu, uh, if, and I'm, I've never gotten it, but if I get the flu, work through it, and to me that my, my odds of being affected by the flu, now I'm getting older so that may change, were lower than the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the flu shot. So I didn't take it. And, uh, and, and I took it one time and I got sick and uh, haven't, I haven't taken it since. 
Uh, but if I was, if the flu was going to kill me, then then I would it would switch and I would go okay. Any side effect to the shot is lower than what the flu could do right. to me. Uh, but uh, but you're right. You have to you have to weigh all that out. But in this particular situation with a pandemic and something that's highly contagious and has shut down our entire economy, uh, I think some of us, including me, will probably look at that a little differently. You know, and say, look, this is a this is a necessary risk. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's go to um, uh, Jeremy uh, out of Miami, Florida. Jeremy, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey, um, my com- my comment is basically, how can you make a a vaccine mandatory? You know, just because you're worried about the health of others, especially with children, you know, playing on you know sports teams. When on the other hand, that they 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 don't take into account the mental health effect that uh, these transgenders are being pushed on our plate, or you know that that's having an effect on our on the mental health of children, whether they want to you know acknowledge that or not. That's- well, yeah, we we've talked about this. We always pick the bizarre things that will protect you from, and then things that we won't. <laughs> and and uh, it, it it goes back to um, you know like the the pastor, which I think was outrageous. That they were getting five hundred dollar fines, and they were having drive up services where people sat in their cars, and they actually had a PA system set up in an FM frequency. They could listen to the message, and even keep their windows rolled up if they wanted to. And they started fining people. And I thought the pastor made a good idea, a good point. Yeah, saying, that's ridiculous. Well, he said this. Let me get this straight. So I can drive up to the liquor store. Y'all made y'all made that essential. The liquor store is essential, but the church can't have drive up. He said, and that's where you, you, you heard the uh, bar, the attorney general, saying, now we will, we will intervene here because you're saying now you're, making, you're, you're, making, you're stopping the church from doing something that you're allowing society to do. Yeah. You know, now that you can't do. Now if you're saying y'all can't gather but no can, no, and neither can anyone else, that's fine. But if you're allowing a drive-up liquor store and drive-up curb service but you don't allow a drive-up church service, now you can't do that. And so that's what he was saying. He said, I'm not saying that we're going to defiantly gather, but we're actually practicing social distancing for those that were shut-ins and a family member wanted to drive them there. They can't get it at home. They don't have Wi-Fi, whatever. And if you want to come in the parking lot and sit in your car, you could do it. And we even had everybody set up the dis- proper distance away from them. I heard somebody say the other day, the person who broke the social distancing was the policeman that walked up to the cars and started finding everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, th- th- They were actually sitting there doing what they were supposed to do. It's law enforcement that broke the six feet barrier, you know, by coming and finding people for sitting in a drive-through church. But I can go to the liquor store. Well, so you can't, you can't have that. And see, okay. that's that's where you, with all of this, you got to be careful because governments can't handle this kind of stuff. They always overreach. They always overreach. That's what our founding fathers were screaming. They will always overreach. Trust us on this. <laughs> And we need to listen to that. We need to be, you know, do the best we can, but but don't give up liberty in the middle of all this. Don't do it. Uh, it's it. You'll never get it back. You'll never get it back. And then, then next thing you know, something else will be going. Well, well, we now we did this for. We're gonna do this too. Yep. But uh, give them an inch, they'll take a mile every time. They always do. We'll take your phone calls. There's uh, a lot of those remaining, and then we'll wrap the hour up. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Do-do-do-do. 
we'll wrap it up this hour. Piles of calls standing by. We'll go. Listen, guys. I'm afraid we have to go rough cut here because there's so many uh, that we'll just rough cut it here, and that way we can get as many as we can on to uh, to try to um, to get their at least comment or their question in. Uh, we will say this. Did you see this? I know the guys talked about this in the kickoff hour. Nearly 30 percent of Americans believe conspiracy theory that coronavirus was created in a lab. Bubba, you were on that early. Uh, they say Republicans twice as likely to believe that than Democrats. Uh, they're calling it a myth, but I I thought I saw that uh, that theory rise to the top again, especially in the UK. They they said they weren't going to rule that out, but uh, now they're doing the full blown. It's a myth, but they're they're throwing it in a conspiracy theory category. I know. But well, let's I, face I, it. I heard until you we know until we know everything's in play, right? Uh, right. Yep, that, that's true. Uh, and remember, we're depending on uh, – did they allow uh, – you know, when you have communist governments, I'm, I don't know how to break this to everybody, they only allow you to know what they want you to know, period. I mean, that, that, that's – Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Wait oh, a minute. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> even got the shirt. Wait shirt. a minute. It is – Are you telling me we can't trust the Chinese government to tell us what the deal is? <laughs> the deal? I miss this guy. <laughs> I mean, they told us it wasn't even contagious, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I barely see the eyes. I know. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I feel safer at a distance. In a right, right. Sure, right. perfect. <laughs> yeah. We continue. Let's go to Mac in Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Mac, 30 seconds, and it's a rough cut, so go ahead. Hey, good afternoon. Or good morning, gentlemen. Sure. You're talking about the church people getting fined $500 for sitting in their car. What about the ding-dongs that go into Home Depot and Lowe's that don't wear masks, don't wear gloves, and wander around the store buying flowers and fertilizer? Yeah. yeah. What about that? Well, in one time, I talked to a buddy of mine that a guy was walking around. He finally just stopped him. He said, Are, uh, do you need any help? He goes, I just got to get out of the house. I'm really here to do nothing but walk around in here. I'm just I'm walking just here around to here. survive, not buying. Well, and, I, and Greg made the point, too. As long as we're allowing grocery stores and as long as we're allowing drive through and curbside pickup, yeah. A, a, a church service uh, that involves cars in a parking lot and an FM frequency and a PA system. I'm sorry. There's just, yeah. I mean, there's nothing that there's nothing dangerous yeah, about I, that. I don't, I don't understand why that was considered dangerous. I, I don't get it. Well, let me but tell you, you, but you can go by the drive-thru and let them hand you a sandwich through the window. Yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> Come on, That's good. That well, sounded more like uh, whoever was in charge. I don't know if it was a mayor or whatever, just being hostile toward a group. Thank you. And that's why yeah, you got to be careful. Because it, that, that you may go, we're doing all this for public safety. And they go, oh, wait a minute. So we've been given the authority to do this, this, and this under public safety. Yeah, let's go over and hassle the church a little bit. Yeah. That's yeah, what you well, remember. Their whole idea to take away everybody's guns was in public safety. Too. Correct. Yeah, that's right. We continue. Uh, There's even limits on public health, my friend. Anonymous out of the. Uh, you're right. The anonymous out of the South. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. I just want to hit a few things. I think as the church, we need to be looking and watching and paying attention. I wonder if when Ramadan happens next week, are they going to harass the Muslims like they have Christians at services? That's a no. And people need to look at Bill Gates. Follow the money. Look at what he's doing. Look at what he has said about population control. And he is putting billions behind these vaccines. Just something to think about, consider, and pray about. Yeah, keep an eye on the we're overpopulated world, people. You, you really got to keep an eye on them. And by the way, we, the world is not overpopulated. 
but there's some that believe it. And buddy, I'm telling you, that you some of the questions. Now, now we have grouped together too close in some yeah. areas, but it ain't overpopulated. But the world is not overpopulated. No. That's right. Uh, we got plenty of room if anybody just use it. Right. Uh, Billy out of Oxford. Billy, you got Billy. 30, Billy. 30 seconds. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but um, one thing Brian Cuscola had said something about he didn't believe it in, in immunizations. I can remember in the 60s being lined up at school. Now, I'm a lot older than any of y'all, and we we didn't have a choice. They pulled me up vaccine, pop a sugar cube in our mouth, and we went on back to class and everything. Smallpox, smallpox vaccine, we were lined up like cattle and just one after the other one. So, I mean, mandatory vaccines has had... Well, even then, though, I remember those. Yeah, even then, I remember that happening too. But even then, if you will look, because a lot of people started using it in modern day, I think religious exemption was there even then, uh, because there are some uh, denominations and religions that that is part of their conviction that they do not take these, and I and I don't think you could. There's never been a time you could make them take shots True. or vaccines. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big, uh, Rick, out of the great state of Missouri. Rick, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, I was just wondering if we're ever going to get to the bottom of the numbers. You know, you would think that Batesville Casket Company would be selling more caskets than they ever sold with twenty eight extra thousand deaths. They're not selling any extra caskets, and there's no emails going out saying send us some extra caskets to Chicago or New York or someplace. They're not doing it. Baseball games are canceled. Where's all the hot dogs and hamburger patties and hot dogs going? We don't see a surplus or a sale on them at the stores anywhere. So I just wonder, we'll never get to the bottom of these numbers. They're, they're not out there. Yeah, it does seem like we should have an overload of, of snack foods that are served at concession stands. Like you, you should go to the grocery freezer and they just be full of it saying, hey, we're covered up with this stuff. Well, uh, wait a minute. Th- there was a story yesterday that showed that they're, uh, you know, we're not consuming the food that we used to consume uh, out at restaurants. And there is a backlog of that pushing back. Like I said, we had mm-hmm. restaurants saying they were going to start selling what they had. These big distributors, they, they're plowing under crops right now and pouring milk in, on the ground because they can't sell it and it's out of date. Yeah. I wonder what you, you would think though, let's say I'm a stadium and I ordered all my food and, and I got stuck with it. You would think they would have a market set up outside the stadium <laughs> and the concession stand would be open. And you and you could still come by and buy maybe just there they just keep it frozen. Come by yeah, and maybe buy. Maybe they have it someplace. Yeah. Maybe they I have. Yeah. Maybe they're donating it to food banks in bigger cities. I don't know. Look, I'm not disputing. The last, I'm not disputing the last caller. But where do you go to track coffin sales? Well, I, I, don't know, Greg. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just curious. I mean, yeah. can you just Google that and it tells you? Yeah. I, I don't look, know. I'll tell him this too. What he's missing, where most of the deaths are, there's not a lot of Baptists. So there's a lot yeah. of people probably that are just doing uh, cremation. Or, uh, Rick in New York, they're just not claiming the bodies. Right. You see, yeah. they're burying yeah. them uh, yeah. temporarily out on what is it called, Hearts Island. Look, yeah. let me tell you this mm-hmm. Netflix thing called Pandemic that they Woo! did that they did before this ever happened. You know, they went out and found like from the from nineteen eighteen, they found these mass yeah. graves. I uh, saw. That. Yeah, and they were mar- they, There's people just buried in mass graves uh, uh, all over the place. Uh, yeah. We continue, uh, guys. I, I'm really surprised it's taken us this long to get to this particular call. Joshua, go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, I was just wondering, you know, we were talking about, you know, how you may have to have a COVID-19 thing, you know, in order to get into events and, you know, go to the grocery store. And I wonder if that's a conditioning to society and to the world to maybe usher in the mark of the beast. There's the mark of the beast call. Uh, You know, uh, there's no doubt that we will see. Now, some people think that's going to happen in the tribulation. 
Some say, no, it'll be happening in, in, in before the tribulation. You've got your pre-trib, post-trib people. Uh, but it, it apparently, you know, the, the prophecy says there'll come a time when you'll have to receive some sort of mark in order to get any goods, to get anything. Uh, and if you, if you don't take it, then, you know, it, it'll be a real bad thing for you. Uh, but you know that, so that's certainly going to happen. Uh, I I don't know, um, you know, the time frame on that, or whether the vaccines would take us in that direction. But I, I can certainly see that line of thinking. Uh, but, uh, there, but there's a lot of ways to look at what we're going through now. Some people are saying, you know, maybe it's God's judgment. Some people are saying maybe it's a, a way God is blessing us to uh, get us back to family and and remember what's important. Uh, I don't know. Well, I would say it's both because I think what we miss a lot of times, and the cross is the best evidence of that you've ever seen, it's a combination of God's wrath and mercy all at the same time. Right. They're both equal, they're both equal pillars. And in these things, in his, th- in his, in these things happen. It's his wrath and his mercy all working at the same time. Best example of that: the cross. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.